I am thrilled to announce that An Actor Despairs is partnering with a wonderful CBD company called Kind Farms. Everyone out there has heard of CBD. I started taking it a few years ago when I first started getting sober and to help with my anxiety. Sadly, as one can do, I was overtraining in the gym and a friend recommended a topical and a tincture to help with the pain. I tried it. It was okay. However, recently, I was introduced to a product that has really changed my life. Not only has it helped me with anxiety, but I am stronger than I have ever been. I'm able to carry out lifts my body used to prevent me from doing. Kind Farm products have single-handedly changed my life athletically and personally. They utilize 100% local licensed farmers, organic cultivation, and CO2 extraction for superior CBD. Kind Farms is turning CBD to a kind alternative to pharmaceuticals. Let's transform tobacco row into hemp row. If you want to get involved, please reach out. Together, we can make a difference. You can use my code RYAN10 for 10% off. You can find them on Instagram at Kind Farms Inc., all one word. That's K I N D P H A R M S I N C. And their website is kindfarmsinc.com. Once again, my code for 10% off is Ryan10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today on An Actor Despairs, we have an incredible actress. You know her from Riverdale, Summer of 84, Nurses, and so many other projects, Tira Scobie. I'm so excited to have her on. She got started in the business really young and has really paved out an incredible career, and there's so many amazing things in store for her. She's also Canadian and does audition for things in America, so it's really interesting hearing that angle of things. Tiara, I got so much love for you. Here it is. Tiara Scobie, welcome to An Actor's Spares. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I love the spring thing we have going on. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I love the, you know, everything that you've done. It's such an amazing career. You've been able to pay, pave out for yourself at such a young age. You know, it's nothing short of a coup getting work in this business, but getting started and continuing to work is, you know, I have so many friends that are child actors and, and it doesn't, it, Hollywood isn't easy on any of them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so cool to, you know, that everything's evolved so well for you. And I'm just so honored to talk to you. Oh, awesome. Thank you. That's, that means so much. Yeah. So if it's cool with you, let's start from the beginning. Where did you grow up? For sure. I grew up here in Vancouver, um, like a few blocks away from where I live now. No way. Is that intentional that you got the place there or just worked out? I mean, downtown Vancouver itself is all pretty small. Um, but no, I, I just, I love Vancouver. Like I've, I've obviously like traveled and worked, um, and lived in other places, but, um, I think Vancouver will always be home and I've been lucky enough to be able to, you know, work here or go off and work for a couple months and have this be, be home base. So what was it like growing up there for you? What, what did your parents do? Are they artists? They're not. No, both my parents just had, you know, very, um, normal jobs and my sister is also in the industry as well Allie uh but no we I got scouted at a children's festival when I was like six or seven and an agent came up to my mom and was like hey your daughter's really cute like would she want to do commercials and my parents were kind of like 
well, some dateline's like, concern. You know? <laughs> they were like, yeah. um, it's kind of weird. But you know, my, me and my sister were doing, you know, they, they put me and my sister in all sorts of things like sports or martial arts or music, yeah. like just to kind of give us the options. And they, they were like, well, this is, you know, it happened for a reason. Might as well explore it. And then that's kind of how my sister got into it when she was born and she got older. But yeah, nobody in my family was, was in it before me. Wow. That's amazing. And so when you, your parents signed off on it, obviously, when you got in, were you just doing mostly commercial auditions? Yeah. For the first few years when I was little, it was just commercial auditions. Um, and I did a ton of commercials growing up. Um, but I didn't start like segueing more into film and TV until I was probably, I think like 11 or 12. Wow. And so once you got into just the commercial, did you start to like immerse yourself in, in classes or doing plays at school or anything like that? I went to a school that didn't really have any kind of theater or arts program. It was a very small school. Um, and I, in school was just focused on playing sports. And I was at the same time I was doing, like I was on a club league for volleyball and I was like, I'm going to be a volleyball player. So that's, that's your (laughs) thing. That's your sport. Yeah, that's my sport for sure. And I was like, that worked out well with the miracle season. Then it oh, that yeah. was amazing. Miracle season was like the most fun for that. Oh. Absolutely, Erin's a friend. That. She did the show. I love Erin. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, Erin's yeah. amazing. Yeah, but I was I was playing volleyball, and then I started studying this acting class that was on weekends, and and balancing volleyball and the acting classes started to get too much as I got a bit older. Yeah, and um. I ended up picking acting uh, because I broke my ankle. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be a volleyball player. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, then I, you know, it was once I started studying acting more that I, I, I became a bit more serious about it for sure. And then talk to me about the transition. Like, was your agent, you know, both commercial and legit? Or did you have to find another legit agent to? No, it was both. Um, I had, I, I mean, I feel like as any actor does, you kind of bounce around agents and managers and LA managers until you find a good fit, especially being a Canadian. Once you're in Canada and you start auditioning in Canada, once you reach a certain point, you want to venture into the you know U.S. market. And so yeah. then you have to look for a U.S. manager, or a U.S. agent. Um, but no, I have a really amazing team now who's, I've got two, ma- I've got a manager and an agent in LA and then I've got an agent here not to make things complicated no i get it i totally get it (laughs) oh man i hope that's not 60 percent though you know or it's not it's not (laughs) thank god but no it's a lot (laughs) yeah well that's amazing so talk to me painkiller jane was your first tv Mm -hmm. thing right how was that do you remember the audition i do i remember it was it was one of my first auditions with lines um and I was very nervous and I messed up all of my lines multiple times. Just the first line. Like I couldn't get the first line out for whatever reason. I was so nervous. I kept messing up, but I kept being like, can I do it again? Can I do it again? Instead of like getting frustrated or like, I just was like determined to get it right. Yeah. I remember getting in a car with my mom and being like, I didn't say a single line right, but oh well. Like yeah. I didn't really care. Like there was not, it was just still, It was. I mean, it is still fun. But at the time there was no pressure like nerves or pressure yeah. like I was very much like oh this is fun this is a hobby and now I'm gonna go back to school like um but I remember I had to go once I booked it I had to go and do 
go into like um to train how to shoot a gun and i was like 11 and i was terrified and i remember it was like a real moral compass moment for my mom being like am i a terrible mother for like (laughs) allowing my child to go and do this like should i be okay with this yeah um but it was very nerve-wracking and it wasn't just like here's a little like it was like two machine guns and then when that that scene when when the, the show came out that scene had gotten completely taken out because there had just been a school shooting like i was gonna say before wow. that that episode aired and my mom was like oh no i made her go through all of that trauma for nothing <laughs> I, I gotta ask though did it make you feel badass once you did it i think i was too young to comprehend badass like i think i was just scared i was like guns are bad why am i holding one (laughs) totally i'm curious though like if you know i i think it's so amazing that you were able to to get started that young talk to me about like the confidence you know going even though you you know you said the first audition didn't go exactly as you planned you know showing up on a big set like that and and doing you know three four episodes some easy feet like what was it class that helped you develop your your voice and your and your confidence so to speak or where did that come from i mean i'm sure it was kind of you know when i was younger i I was really one of those kids who like had no fear. I was very just like easygoing and, 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 you know, I never had a problem like meeting people or making friends. Like I was always one at the park being like, Hey, you want to be my best friend? Like, so for me, I didn't really feel intimidated. And I also think, you know, kind of when I started, I couldn't really fully comprehend. And I've had this conversation with my sister too, because her first movie was with Ashton Kutcher, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Kathy Bates. And she has like, she had like zero awareness of how amazing these actors were that she was working with at five years old. But I think there was something about that for me too, is I was like, yeah, I'm on TV. Like I'm making a TV show. That's cool. But I don't think I quite grasped like what I was doing. So there wasn't a lot of like fear or nerves involved yeah. until I started to, you know, get a bit older and start auditioning for things that I was watching. Yeah. And then, and then that's when the reality of like, Oh, okay. This is like, this is cool. <laughs> that's amazing. And I'm curious, like what, what was the experience like on Painkiller Jane? Did, did you, you know, sets, you know, they can be, I mean, I remember my first time I was an extra, I was 14. And I just didn't know they were that big with the lights and everything. Like, was it, did you have someone on set that like helped you, you know, get comfortable or was it, you know, because you aren't shy were you, were you just fine on your own? Well, my, my parents were always there with me until I was, I think it was 16, 16 or 17. I can't remember what the age is that you can start going to set by yourself, but my parent, one of my parents was always with me. And so I think, you know, I do remember the first time going to set, like without my mom being like, who's going to bring me snacks? Like I have to do all of this by myself. Like how am I supposed to find out where to park? And like all of these things that, that like the actual like navigating of the, the bigness of a set is, is hard, but I always had a parent there. So I never really felt like I was like lost or like I had to completely rely on myself. And, 
you know, anytime I was confused, I would go to them. So it was, it was, and I think that's an amazing thing to have, you know, a supportive parent there to kind of help guide you through it. That's amazing. And I, I hope, you know, your agent was helpful. Talk to me about, oh, yeah, you know, for sure. what, what, you know, what was it mostly Canadian projects that you, that followed Painkiller Jane? Yeah. For, for the first little while it was, you know, but living in Vancouver, I've been so lucky to be able to work on some really amazing productions that just happened to film like U S productions that just happened to film here in Vancouver. So much films here. Um, so I, I auditioned, you know, and I worked like I did supernatural when I was really young too. Yeah. And that's a big U S production. And I actually was on supernatural twice because the show went for so long. I remember that. I could that. play two different characters. That's <laughs> and amazing. <laughs> and when I was on the guys were like, Really hope you don't get to come back and play another character. Really hope we're not here for that long. <laughs> that's so funny. It's funny how those CW shows, you know, they can they can last forever. But that's so am- long. That's amazing. And I'm curious, you know, at, at that supernatural moment, pun intended, is that when you started thinking like, oh, maybe I should get American rep? Yeah, I think it was around there. It was around 11 or 12, but it, you know, I'm 11 or 12 and having zero concept of the industry. An agent actually, or sorry, a manager in LA actually reached out to my Vancouver agent and wanted to sign me. And, you know, my parents, my parents and I were very, we, we had no, you know, my Vancouver agent was kind of our only guide to the agent. We didn't, or to the industry. We didn't really have, you know, any other friends or family or anybody that we knew who was in the industry, who was doing it, that we could ask for advice. Um, and so I think, you know, there was a lot of learning and like, Oh, an LA manager, like that's so exciting. You know, we didn't really know that, you know, Oh, is this something that we should be meeting with multiple people for? Cause my, you know, my manager now in LA is not the same one that I had when I was 12. Um, but that's just something you learn. There's so much that this industry is, and I'm still learning. There's still things that I'm, I have no idea that I don't know that come up. Um, but there's just, it's, it's a very complex industry. And, you know, if you don't have a lot of guidance, you kind of just like learn on, learn as you go. Yeah. That's, did you ever, you know, I, I, I know different countries, you know, I know you're only in Canada, but like, you know, I, I have an acting coach. Did you ever have an acting coach that, you know, helped you out? Mm -hmm. Like you do? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I do. Um, I, I studied at an acting school in Vancouver called Railtown for many years. And then now I'm studying at Deb Podowski. I keep mixing up the name of her old studio. It's Deb Podowski Studios. Okay. And Deb, I've been studying with her for about five years now. And she's incredible. And she's definitely one of those people she's been in the industry a long time. She's an actor herself. So there's a lot of things that, you know, that come up that I go to her and she's able to provide like amazing support yeah. and advice in. Yeah, that's amazing. And then, <clears throat> so were your agents and, and tactically yourself, was it getting more guest stars and reoccurring for the next few years? Yeah, it was just, you know, just you keep, you keep going out and, you know, when you're, when you're starting out, you, you get smaller roles. And at least for me, like it was about like building, you know, my, my resume and, and yeah. my, like my comfortability on set and my demo reel and these things. And then, you know, you kind of start branching out into bigger stuff in LA. And, and then I started going down for pilot season. As I got older, I started going down to LA for like three or four months every year for pilot season and doing a gazillion auditions yeah. a day. Wow. Yeah. 
it, it, you know, one of the reoccurring themes on this podcast is, is finding your voice, you know, and not every actor, you know, finds it right away. And I'm curious for you, you know, at, at what point do you feel like you, Tierra, kind of, you felt very confident in the material you were putting out audition and work-wise? I feel like it's a still an ongoing <laughs> process of, of, you know, being confident. I think for me, there was you know, I had done, I had done a lot of work and I'd done a lot of work in Vancouver. And I think when I started to feel confident in myself was kind of around after miracle season, cause I had done miracle season. That was like, you know, the first big feature that I was there all, all, all day, every day. And pretty much right after that was when I auditioned for Riverdale. And I remember there was a lot of, you know, kind of concerned that I hadn't done a reoccurring on a TV show before. And I was like, but I knew I could do it. And yeah. I was like, I just, it's hard where it's like, well, she doesn't have that on her resume. So you can't hire her to do that. Yeah, it's the catch 22. Like, all actors. How am I supposed yeah. to be able to do that? Yeah. You don't give me the part. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was, you know, I auditioned for that show a lot and I really felt like I had to prove myself to be there. And, you know, there's also something to be said about being a Canadian fighting for us roles where I'm yeah. going up against everyone in the States. And so I think, you know, sometimes Canadians have a bit of a reputation to maybe be not as big or as good or as desirable as Americans. And we have to fight a bit harder. And I've, I've definitely felt that in my career and with certain roles, but it was, it was after I booked Riverdale and, and after the first season that I was like, okay, I think I can actually do this for my future. Like, I feel like this is something that I, I, I deserve to be here. Like I have, yeah. I have put myself out there and it, and I've succeeded. And I, I feel like I'm, I, I am on the way up. Yeah, absolutely. You sure are. And I'm curious, you know, because I know there's been, you know, I, I think it's probably been about 10 years now, a gradual surge of American productions shooting in Vancouver, you know, was it when you got the Riverdale, was that through an American audition or a Canadian audition? It was a bit of both. The thing that my managers would start to do, which was good, is if they were casting in Vancouver, I would audition here. But then I would also put myself on tape and send it out there. Nice. So kind of like hitting, hitting it from it both, from both Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was through Canadian casting here. And Canadian casting here you know what I love about going in auditions here is a lot of these casting directors I've seen since I was like this big, like yeah. they have watched me grow up and develop as an actor and like, you know, see me become the person that I am today. And so going into these audition rooms has always been quite refreshing in yeah. Vancouver because it's familiar. It's very nice. And, and, and I have a really great relationship with the casting directors who cast Riverdale and they, you know, they were really, really supportive of me and, and really fought for me to get the part, which was, you know, meant so much. Yeah. Um, but it was through a long, a long, a long series of auditions yeah. here in Vancouver. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and I mean, were you a fan of the show? You know, did you did you watch it? Oh yeah, I was a huge fan of the show. I or well, I was I was a huge fan of Archie comics Got growing it. up, and then um, I auditioned for Betty a bunch of times for the pilot. Wow! And I that was a 
we all have a few auditions that we leave and we're like, I'm not going to be an actor anymore. Yeah, that I know. terrible. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was definitely one of them. I got very nervous in one of my final callbacks in LA. I had flown to LA to call Like back. a producer session or yeah. Yeah. With like everybody, like the whole studio and everybody. And I, just could not get the words out. I was nervous. And I remember I got in the car afterwards and I was like, fuck, yeah. no, I can't be an actor. I'm terrible. I was like, quit. I'm doing something else. But, um, and then they brought me in a couple days later for Cheryl. Oh, wow. They, <laughs> I, they were like, we've seen you as Betty and you were so nice as Betty. So we really need to see you be like mean. And then I yeah. finished the audition. They were like, Oh, you're so nice. And I was like, well, I'm not getting this. Yeah. Here, so. oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, you know, was a fan of the show. And then that's when the audition for Polly came around and I knew that they had cast Lily and Machen as, you know, Betty and Betty's mom. I was like, Oh, I look like them. This could actually be, this could be a fit. This could yeah. work. And they knew me. And so I, I definitely was, I was very hopeful that that one would pan out. And it did. <laughs> and amazing. And I talked to me about that ride, you know, I mean, to show millions and millions of people watch, is it, is it cool existing in that kind of, you know, powerful medium and, and having a character that's got such a long running, you know, story arc? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. I, I don't think I grasped, grasped at all how, big the show was going to get or how invested the fans were going to be. Yeah. I mean, the, the fans and... of that show are so dedicated. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They're like, yeah, it's, it's, it, and I've gone to a few conventions and it's, it's very humbling and exciting. So like, I remember for me, the first, I remember the first time that I got recognized, I was at one of my sister's volleyball tournaments and I was just sitting there and all of a sudden all these girls, like from all these volleyball teams recognizing me. I got so excited that I asked if I could also take a picture of this. So like, no way. The That's amazing. like I was like, this is so cool. Um, and anytime I get recognized still, my mom cries a little bit if she's with me. Um, oh, that's so but sweet. it's, it, yeah, it's been, it's been incredible. Like I, I feel so lucky and it's so funny. Cause like my, my character has gone through, a lot yeah like a bit of a crazy roller coaster and so to see the fans so concerned about Polly, like when things aren't going well is just so sweet like i just i just think it's amazing well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because like one of the fundamental elements to shows like that is is melodrama and how mm -hmm. do you as an actor bring truth to things that can be you know, really heightened. It can be very tough for actors to do that. Is that something, you know, that, that you just, you figured out as you went or, you know, talk to me about that. Yeah. I think for me, it's just been something that I try to like find whatever truth I can base it in and kind yeah. of for, you know, because when we're filming it, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, what are the circumstances for the character? Like, what are they going through? Like, how would I react in this scenario? And then you watch it back and you're like, oh, with all the like editing and the sounds and the lighting, you're like, it oh, it looks everything. a lot more yeah. dramatic. Yeah. Lot, you know. But I'm, you know, when I'm there, I'm not thinking about that. I'm not thinking about how it's going to, you know, turn out in the end. I'm I'm just focusing on trying to make it as, as authentic and truthful for the character as I can. Yeah. 
and with a cast so big, has it become like family for you? You know, because like I know the core cast is all of them have different relationships and had friends mm-hmm. on the show. Is is that been a, a cool experience? Yeah, absolutely. And like you know, I'm not there. Obviously, not there as often as you know the main main cast are, but every time I come in, it's, it's so fun. Cause it's like, Oh, Hey, like it's been a while. What's up. And you know, Lily and I are really close and it's, it's always so refreshing to be like, okay, I haven't seen you a couple weeks. Like what's up. Let's talk. Yeah, like we totally. always like, it, it's nice. It's, it's really nice. And for me, you know, a lot of the crew are people that I have worked with for years. So I, you know, just on various projects, which is kind of a fun thing about working in Vancouver. Cause there's always somebody that you've worked on a show with before, Totally. Um, and so, so yeah, it's, it's always really fun getting to go back. That's amazing. And then, you know, talk to me about something like nurses, you know, that's mm-hmm. something totally different. Uh, how did that come your way? I put myself on tape for that while I was in LA on, I think I was just in LA just with my, I was, I was renting a house in LA with Rose Reynolds who played, Alice in Wonderland with me on Once Upon a Time. Okay. For a couple of years, her and I, because she lives in the UK and I live in Canada, and we're like, well, let's go to LA. Let's like shoot our shot and see how we do there. Um, and I was there and I I was just about to leave and go back to Vancouver, but I got this taping, put myself on tape, like in my friend's living room. Yeah. And it was just one small page that I was like, I don't even know how they could cast a lead of a TV show based on these sides. I was like, all right, whatever, put myself on tape, didn't really think much of it. And then I got a Skype call back because I was in Vancouver and everyone was in Toronto. And Skype callbacks are always very weird. Yeah. Because you're like acting to a screen. Yeah. I just had an audition through, you know, I think it was like Zoom and it's so weird. You know what I mean? It's so weird. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know how this is going to go. And then there was another round of callbacks and I had to miss them because I was on set of Riverdale and I was like, Oh no, like they're going to find their person because I can't, I can't be a part of this callback session, whatever. But I ended up like late at night after filming, putting myself on tape again, just, just, just for them to see another take of the sides. Yeah. Did that. And then, um, I took my mom on a trip to Palm Springs for her birthday just the two of us and as we landed i opened my phone my agents are calling me they're like how soon can you be in toronto i was like um i just landed in palm springs and my oh no did you have to turn around we ended up being able to have two nights out of our four or three nights out of our four or something and then i flew to i flew from palm springs to toronto in december and i had Palm Springs stuff with me. Oh no, and you're I freezing. Like, I like, like going to the H&M in Palm Springs and being like, please have a jacket and a pair of boots. Like I just need something. Yeah, totally. Um, and I went and it went for a chemistry read. Uh, and I read with a bunch of people, including Natasha, who plays um, Ashley on Nurses With Me. And yeah, did the chemistry read. And I think I found out a couple days later that I, I had booked it. That's amazing. And, you know, since we're on the topic of this, I'd, I'd love for you to break it down as someone who's been in the business so long. You know, being in the room is so different than a self-tape. And, you know, as kind of the iPhone technology's gotten better and 
and other things have, you know, like COVID have prevented people from being able to be, you know, in rooms. What do you prefer as an act, act, you know, do you like doing it in the room or do you like self tapes? I have definitely grown to like both. I think for me, a big part of being what makes being in the room so unique is that you know, and I, and I've talked to a lot of, you know, especially like on my show nurses, I've talked to a lot of the producers and when you're hiring somebody who's going to be the lead of a show, you want to know them just a little bit before, because you're going to like, there's a lot of personalities that have to get along while you're filming a show. And you want to know that the person, the people that you're working with are good people. They're going to be personable. And I think for me, a big thing is, I want, I love being in the room because it gives me a show a chance to, you know, showcase just for a moment who I am, you know, and have a little conversation and get to know people a little bit and then go into the work. Um, and I feel like, you know, as amazing as self tapes are, because you can do it as many times as you want. Though I feel like sometimes that gets dangerous. Cause you're like, can I do it again? I know you do it. 20, you do it so many more times <laughs> than you ever would in the room. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but what's so, yeah, I, I, but you miss that element of like personal connection. And I kind of feel like at times that's how, that's where I thrive at being able to connect with people and kind of sell myself as yeah. me, Tierra, and why I feel like I would be, you know, good for this role. Some, you know, there's been, there's been instances where I haven't had the opportunity to like get to know anybody that I'm working with. So I'll write a letter about why I feel like you know, if, if I'm close and it's you kind of in that stage, I'll write a letter about why I feel like, you know, I would, I feel like I'm the best person for the role. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And what, what did, what did it feel like switching from Polly to this, you know, from Riverdale to this set? Was that, you know, did your, did your process change or, you know, talk to me yeah, about. Definitely. Because they're so, they're so different, you know, nurses yeah. is based in, yeah, it's heightened reality. Still, there's yeah. some things that are you you push the boundary on because you have to make entertaining TV. Um, but uh, yeah, it 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 was it was a completely different process. And and for me, you know, on Riverdale, I'm in a few episodes here and there, and I'm there a couple of days. Nurses, I was there all day long, every single day. Yeah, pretty much. And so it was the workload was ten times more than I had previously had. You know, because like. On Riverdale and Once Upon a Time, I was there. Once Upon a Time, I did 10 episodes at the end, and that was a very condensed amount of time. But like Nurses was a lot, the workload was very, very heavy. And being the number one on the show, I, you know, there was a lot of, I, I felt a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also playing a nurse, I was like, well, there's so much more that goes into that than just playing a regular person yeah um were you I able to, to shadow like, yeah they had a medical consultant on set for us at all times and we did like a little like crash medical course wow. before we started filming um which was hilarious i got to learn how to do like the cpr and like yeah like look like i'm how to put a like to give someone an injection in an orange like we did like little things like that but there's so much that goes into you know how you take your gloves off how you move the bed how you change this blah blah, yeah. blah um and you know so i have a few friends who work in the medical field who i um went to for advice and conversations just to even have like you know an understanding of what a nurse goes through on a day-to-day basis and then um 
Yeah. Memorizing some of that medical jargon was a real test. I know that's so hard. <laughs> the The medical vernacular is some of the toughest to make it sound it's natural. Hard. And for me, I'm, I am one of those people where I'm like, I really need to know what it is I'm saying to yeah. be able to memorize it, which is why I have such a hard time. Anytime I audition or work in sci-fi, I'm like, what is this based in? I know it's made up and I can't remember it. Yeah. Um, but with the medical stuff, I was like, the only way I could remember it is if I understood it. And so I would do like lots of research on all of these medical things. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I obviously we've been in a pandemic, you know, and you had a season two. Did, did you guys shoot that before the pandemic started? We had just started production. We were halfway through our second episode when we got shut down and then sent back to Vancouver for four months. And then we went back last July and we filmed for three and a half months to finish the season in the pandemic. And do you feel like that changed the weight of the show? You know, as these frontline workers became, you know, the most essential humans saving lives, would, mm-hmm. Did that did that alter you know the gravity of not only the character but just the weight of the show? Oh, absolutely. You know, we, we there there was a lot of levity to, and, and weight to it beforehand, just because you know nurses aren't somebody who usually has the spotlight yeah. shone on them. Usually, it's the doctors or the surgeons in medical dramas, and for us, you know, that was important. But then going back after the pandemic, you know there was a certain feeling of like, we're making a TV show, but there's people who are like dying yeah, and there's people who are saving their lives, like saving their lives and who are there every day, risking their own safety to keep, you know, people safe and to keep, you know, even the people who are working in regular parts of the hospital. And it was, it definitely added so much to what we were doing because we just wanted to honor them in a very authentic way. Um, so yeah, it definitely added a lot of weight just as actors, but then also portraying nurses was, yeah. And then it, it, if you don't mind, like, how was it technically, you know, difficult, you know, doing this with PPE in a pandemic? Did that really mm-hmm. slow things down for you guys? Or were you able to figure it out and do it kind of at a consistent pace? We, You know, I, I am so proud of our show and the way that you know, our producers and everybody handled everything on the show because I never felt unsafe once. And I, and I have friends and I have people who worked on other productions who have felt unsafe and have been in scenarios where it was, you know, PPE and testing and it wasn't handled properly. I, ne- I felt more safe on our set than I did anywhere else in the world. Wow. And it was, it was pretty incredible. It did take some getting used to, and there was a lot of like, Oh, well, here's a whole list of procedures and protocols that we're being given and you have to do all of them. But it was a matter of really picking and choosing and kind of like finessing how best they all worked to keep each other safe. And some things that you're like, well, that doesn't actually do anything, but this is really beneficial. And it was a lot of, you know, teamwork and, and just a lot of compassion and understanding of like what, what makes me comfortable might not be the same thing that makes you comfortable and needing to be open and aware of that, of like, I'm okay being in this space with you. I know I've been tested. I know I've been safe, but if you're not comfortable, that's fine. Like having to kind of deal with the way that everybody else is, is processing and dealing with the pandemic and their safety. 
we were getting tested twice or three times a week. Um, all the cast was. The we crew had to as wear, well, I imagine. The crew was getting tested, I, I believe, once a week. And okay. it was funny, the extras were also being tested twice a week. But we had an incredible group of extras, but we had the same group of extras. I was going to say, you must have, All right? Day, yeah. Every day. So it was like, today, John, you are a doctor. Tomorrow, you'll be a patient. <laughs> That's Next so day, funny. you'll be a visitor. Like, And you'll see it. We'll be like, no, 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 no. We can't have him in the back of the shot again. He was in the back <laughs> of the shot yesterday as a doctor. Like, it was a lot of juggling trying to figure out, you know, how, how, do, we, how do we figure out this? The, 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 it was it was a lot it was a lot of figuring out like okay we have these same extras and it was incredible i feel like the extras were a big part of what kept us safe because normally extras are you know they're they're different people every single day they come and go and but to have this group we felt like such a family and we felt like we accomplished something amazing yeah you end. pulled off the impossible you well know? we didn't have a single case we didn't have a single shutdown oh we no so no so delays well. wow no delays we like started and finished no like no problems and That's it incredible. was incredible i remember every day getting closer to the to the last episode and then in the last day of filming all of us were like like nobody wanted to say we did it but uh, like we were like all thinking like oh my god we only have three days left like are we gonna do this yeah and then on the last day i got on the plane back home with natasha could you have a rap party or no 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 rap party and like literally natasha i i had finished filming on the friday she finished filming on a saturday we packed up our apartment friday night and we we took a flight home like after she wrapped on saturday we like left set got in a car got on a plane and i remember her and i sitting on the plane and being like did we just, did that just happen? <laughs> like, <laughs> did we just do that? Yeah. It was pretty crazy. That's amazing. And I'm so curious, you know, like I'd love to talk about summer of 84. What was it like mm-hmm. doing something that, you know, this like awesome, you know, adventure slash horror film? Like was that experience really cool? Oh, that was so cool. It, it felt like we were like, we filmed in the summertime and it felt like we were like at summer camp. Like wow. it was just, it was so much fun. Um, yeah, it was really incredible. I became really good friends with everybody that I was filming with and we just had a really, really good time. Where did you guys shoot that? We shot that here. Oh, you um, did? Wow. Yeah, all the house stuff, What a lot of the house stuff, like that, that whole creepy basement of the house was built in a studio and then we filmed, yeah, like some of the stuff in the woods just around Vancouver. And it, it got into Sundance, right? Mm-hmm. How yeah. was that experience? You know, that's every actor's dream. It was incredible. It was so much fun. I was filming Once Upon a Time at the time that we found out. And I remember I was filming a night shoot for Once Upon a Time on like a Friday. And I wrapped it like four in the morning or three in the morning. And my flight was 6 a.m. And I like went from set with my suitcase to the airport got yeah. on a plane, tried to sleep on the plane best I could, and then landed at Sundance. And there was like people there waiting for autographs at the airport. I was like, what is happening? Like, yeah. Where am I? And it was incredible because Sundance is like 
this big. Like the whole city is like one street totally. of Sundance. And it's so small. And everywhere you go, you're like, I know that actor. Oh my God, that's so-and-so. Like it was the most insane experience ever. Yeah. Um, it was really, really cool. That's awesome. That's so yeah. cool that you got to have that experience. And, you know, talk to me, like after having, you know, Miracle Season and all these things, like, have you, do you have some goals of, of material you want to do or, you know, filmmakers and actors you're interested in working in? Like what's, what's on your itinerary? Um, sorry, my dog, my dog can hear another dog barking outside right now. And I can just see her wanting to bark. Oh like, man. Don't do it. My Don't dogs do in it. the other room does the same thing. Um, yeah, for sure. Like I, you know, I think for me, the longest time, I just wanted to be a working actor. I just wanted to be able to make movies and TV shows and live my life being able to do what I love. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like any project is kind of incredible. Um, but of course, like I, you know, I've started to think about, I would like to direct at some point. So I'm Amazing. starting to think about like directing a short and, and, and doing some stuff like that and, and, and kind of breaking into that world a little bit, because I feel like, you know, the two can, you know, you can be an actor and you can be a director. Yeah, and, totally. Um, Are you a writer? Uh, no, okay. I cannot be that. I do not <laughs> have the patience or the discipline to sit down and write something. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, there's definitely, you know, there's so many amazing filmmakers and actors that I would love to work with. And, and it's so cool now because there's so many platforms, yeah. there's so much being made. There's so much being put out there. Um, so yeah, I just feel like, you know, the journey just keeps, keeps going. That's amazing. And, and, you know, it's obviously been a very difficult year for everyone. What's, mm -hmm. what's kept you inspired, you know, what kept you going? You know, I think there was a lot there was a lot of shifts and there was a lot of changes that came with this year. And I think, you know, a part of it in a way was kind of, there's parts of it that was refreshing as an actor, especially for my, like my family, because we're all always working and busy in, in different places. Yeah. And we usually only get like a short condensed amount of time at like Christmas to spend together. And so to have this kind of, time to sit down the four of us and just have you know no work or nothing to do kind of let, gave us this opportunity to like get to know each other more and get to know ourselves more and 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 to spend some real quality time together and, and just kind of relax and I feel like for me that kind of just opened up my just just opened up me in general like yeah. you know made me really think about you know what I can do and what I want to do and I definitely, you know, after a month of sitting at home was like, I have literally never had this much downtime. Oh man, it's crazy. <laughs> what do I, what do I do? And so, you know, I started to find, you know, little, my own little projects and my own little inspiration and things. And I kind of started me and Natasha to promote our show nurses. Initially, we had kind of started a show kind of like this called spilling the tea with grace and ashley where we oh, would have amazing yeah we would have every week we'd have it after the nurses episode aired we'd have one of the actors on to talk about that episode and it's kind of been something well, like it season or season one has aired on nbc um and we were like you know what we really like this like 
this is fun to do when we're not working and, you know, to to get to know people and be inspired by people and to hear their story has been so cool. Um, so we've, we've continued it actually as well. So it's, it's on my Instagram, um, my IGTV, if you guys want to see it, um, but, but we're doing like a women's history month. Uh, series right now where we've had different women come on for the month of March in all different fields of life and just talked about, you know, all sorts of things. And it's that's so beautiful. Really cool. Congratulations. <laughs> that's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so, it's so, because, you know, I think we were all forced to kind of be like, okay, well, what can we do? How can we be inspired? How can we inspire other people while sitting at home and being safe? Yeah. So I feel like things like this are just so cool because, you get a little inside look into people's lives and you get to learn something about them. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being on. It means so much to me. Um, of course. You, you've been so open and I truly have so much gratitude for that. And so many amazing things are in store for you. Final few questions thank here, you. you know, for, for all the actors that, you know, didn't get started young and are stuck in this pandemic and, you know, want to audition more and get into the business. Any, any words of wisdom you might have for them? Yeah, I mean, if if you know the the industry is hard, it is hard, and you will get knocked down, and you will you know feel discouraged at times. But if it is what you love and it, it is your passion, then get back up. Yeah, keep keep, keep going, um, and you know work as hard oh. as you can because no matter how hard you're working, there's probably somebody working harder. Oh man! So just work as hard as you can. You know, read books, watch movies, watch actors that inspire you, take classes. You know, so many acting studios and stuff are doing virtual classes right now. Um, but just you know, keep keep doing things and keep yourself inspired. And when you when you get knocked down, get back up because eventually you will you will get in that door. You will get seen by the right person and your, yeah. your time will come. That's amazing. And final question, you know, I, I, I know you mm-hmm. talked about directing, but anything that's in your immediate future you can talk about? Well, season, season two of nurses will be out sometime this year. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Cause we filmed that during the pandemic and it feels like a huge, huge feat that we had. Um, and then, yeah, we're just kind of right now waiting to see about a third season. And Amazing. I'm auditioning a bit here and there. And then then our little our little Instagram live show that we do twice a week. <laughs> Amazing. That's yeah. so rad. I love it. Well, Tara Scobie, it was so amazing connecting with you. And you have such a wonderful energy. You're going to take over the world. I know it. And it means so much to me, truly, for you coming on. Of course. Thank you so much. All right. Talk soon. Take care. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.